You're listening to Real Talk with MBK, a podcast designed to raise emotional and relational consciousness. I'm your host, Mary Beth Konis. Real Talk with MBK will regularly cover sensitive topics, so this podcast is for adults only and may contain adult language. Also, Real Talk with MBK is not offering any psychiatric or medical diagnoses. We're here to open up conversation about the beautiful, gritty experience of being human. So if you're ready to awaken your mind and ignite a more creative approach to your life, you're in the right place, and welcome. Hello, people. Thank you so much for joining me again. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving break. Hopefully you got a break and you enjoyed some deliciously organic food. Um, I cooked for the first time in three years. I did the whole spread and it was healing to my soul. I haven't cooked um, since my kid's dad died. So Thanksgiving is my absolute favorite meal and holiday of the year. So it was a big It was a big day this year, and I loved it. I enjoyed it with my family, and it was just a beautiful time of soul food and filling of my heart. I hope you guys enjoyed yours as well. On that thought, really quickly, um, if you're enjoying the content of this podcast, would you please be so kind as to leave a review a positive five star review and a written review on Apple podcast or Spotify or Google or wherever you're listening, I would very much appreciate it. It helps me get into more ears and more people's lives with the sharing of this content. So um, today, let's talk about consumption. (laughs) On the tail end of Thanksgiving holiday, what better time than to talk about how Food is our fuel. Consumption is our fuel. So I like to have everybody think about the movie Cars. If you haven't seen it, maybe there's something wrong with you because that movie is so good. I don't care if you have kids or not. It's an amazing movie and you should watch it. At least the first one. The other, you know, the sequential ones get a little bit less and less as good, but whatever. Um, Cars is this cute little movie that, um, has Lightning McQueen in it and, um, he's like a race car and the cars talk and then his truck that he travels from race to race in is called Mac. I love Mac. And then, you know, he meets a girl car who's a Porsche and I don't remember her name, but, um, they're all these characters, right? And it's Cars that are talking, well, they have to go and fuel up and they have to get their tires changed and they go in for a car wash and they have their own little car hotels. It's like so cute. I love this movie. And that is the best analogy that I can give for our bodies. Our bodies are like our vehicle in life. And we have to maintain them. So there's, you know, just the way people can take care of cars on all different ends of the spectrum and points of the spectrum, right? So there's people who do 
every single oil change, every 3,000 or 5,000 or 6,000 miles, whatever your car requires, they always get them. And they always have tune-ups every year and they take care of their tires and they all go to discount tire because they have a wonderful lifetime policy um, and things like that. Or there's the people who don't do anything to their car until they start hearing a funny sound or it starts, you know, veering off the road this way when they let go of the steering wheel or whatever. And then they're like, oh God, I guess I got to take it in. And then there's still people who those things happen and they still don't take their car and they literally just wear it into the ground. And then they're like, man, cars don't last very long or blah, whatever. So we all take care of our bodies in similar ways as we take care of cars. And I'm not saying if you don't take care of your car, then you automatically don't take care of your body. That's not the, the, um, association I'm trying to make here. I'm trying to make the association that there is all different kinds of ways people take care of their cars and then they are attached to all different kinds of perceptions about their cars and cars in general, right? And it's the same way with bodies. You, I mean, I mean, the sky is the limit on how you view your body and how you care for it and people all over the world, okay? So there's people who think, that you can't have any carbs. There's people that you that think you can't have any meat. There's people who think, um, you know, you can only drink water and no other teas or juices or anything. So everybody has their own idea of health, right? And what their body works well with or needs. And that is what it is, right? That's just facts. My call today is to become conscious about what your views of health and your body are. So here's the thing. Food is fuel. And just like in the movie Cars, they just need it, right? And if they put in shitty fuel, their car is going to run shitty. If you put in shitty food, your body is going to run below its maximum potential, okay? It's not going to be performing in the way it's designed to perform. So your body is not, food is not a soother. It's not an award and it's not an enemy. I'm going to say that again. Food is not our soother it's not an award or reward, and it's not our enemy. So these are the three um, problems or ideas of food that cause some major dysfunction with our bodies and our health. So if we can address these with a conscious mind and begin to practice a different way of thinking um, it's going to change the way we are able to show up and nurture our body. So if you can start seeing your body as a vehicle, like literally like picture what kind of car you are and how you would take care of your dream car. Okay. So I am a Range Rover. I am a dark purple Range Rover <laughs> with black tinted windows and black rims and it's, I'm 
I'm a pretty badass car, okay? I am not going to put unleaded fuel in me. I am not going to, you know, and that transfers this. I am not going to eat fast food. I am not going to do it. And not only that, but I'm going to eat organic. I'm going to use the best fuel to keep my vehicle running in pristine condition so I can live as long as I want. My goal is to live past 100 years, okay? So if I'm going to be running and active and taken away through all these years, I still have two-thirds of my life left. I have got to put in the right fuel every single day. It matters what I do in this moment, today. So think about what you, what kind of car you are, first of all, and then how you would care for that. And it's not just gas, it's maintenance too, and paying attention to your body. So if my Range Rover body starts having like a weird creaking sound when it goes over bumps, you know, which would be like maybe my aching joints in my actual body, I'm not going to ignore that and be like, oh, I'm just going to push through it. I just got to keep doing my workouts. I have goals. I have to achieve them. Blah, 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 blah. Push through. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to figure out, I'm going to stretch, and I'm going to really get to the root of what is causing that achiness or that joint pain or whatever. And I'm going to nurture that. And sometimes that does mean pushing through the pain and continuing to work out. I mean, actually, a lot of times that is what it is for me. Um, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's like literally, oh, that's going to turn into a pinched nerve or a pulled ligament if I don't rest properly. And so it's different for everybody, right? We're all hitting different potholes in life. We're all experiencing different roads and paths um, along our daily life. So you cannot compare yourself to anyone else because no one else is living your exact life. Um, so this is going to be, again, a deeply individual experience and bonding time that you have with yourself. Um, and it should be fun. Think about the kind of car you want to be and then think about the kind of owner you want to be of that vehicle because you are the owner of your body. And it's solely up to you what you put in your pie hole. And nobody else can force food down your throat. Like, they just can't. And even, like, sometimes I've had to address the social standard of if somebody makes me food, like, I have to eat it, you know, because that's rude in our culture to refuse food that's been made for you. And so I'm like, how do I handle this? Like, how do I stand in my own truth about what I want to put in my body and also love my people and make space for my relationships and things like that and not offending people. And it's a process. And every time it's different. It's different for different um, situations. But I will always stand in my truth. Like I don't have to give up my truth in order to make somebody else feel better about their truth. Like that's not how power works and taking responsibility for yourself. Um, which we'll talk about in a later episode, but I, I have 
found what works for my body and I, you know, and it's a constant process for me because our bodies change, right? Our hormones cycle through every three years and, um, you know, different workout routines and stress levels and ability to sleep and all this stuff, all these different factors are constantly changing through the different seasons of our lives. So it's like a game again. It's like a fun game that you get to be an active player in and, but you have to choose to be conscious about it, right? But you cannot expect some amazing results when you're only halfway paying attention or half-assing your diet care or nurture for your body. Like that's not the way health works. So you got to get real about it. You got to be aware of what kind of performance that you're wanting and what kind of fuel it will take to achieve that type of performance. So if you're an athlete and you're active and you've got kids and you are just running a thousand miles a minute, you are going to need a lot of food and good food that's actually giving you nutrients and not just filling your belly. If you work a nine to five job and sit at a desk most of the day and you're stagnant energy makes your body slow its processes, you are not going to be eating as many calories. Um, and, but you still need to eat clean food, right? That's actually nurturing and, um, nourishing your body and getting into the fuel part and not just filling your gut and giving you that sense of fullness, but really not feeding your, um, body at all. So you have to take into account your entire life, the whole picture, and not just Monday through Friday, not just what you see on Instagram. I mean, you really do have to account for your whole life because, um, you know, a lot of people can do keto and, you know, I, you know, I shouldn't even talk that much about that because I'm only briefly or mildly, um, acquainted with that. But there's all different ideas of how to eat plant-based diets only, no animal products, no food, what, no um, meat whatsoever. And then there's the other end of the spectrum, which is only meat and, you know, and vegetables. I don't think anybody says no vegetables, but maybe, probably. There's probably a group out there that believes in no vegetables. Um, but it really depends on what you're doing. Like... Um, ultra marathoners and runners, they would not survive on a keto diet. They're just not going to be able to keep up. They are going to need a massive amount of carbs for the insane psychotic amount of miles that they run. Um, and I have mad respect for them, despite my reference to being psychotic. It's something I, I don't ever want to do. <laughs> It's not that I can't, I just don't want to. Anyways, um, and then for weightlifters, you know, we have to consider how much we're working out, how much we're lifting, how much we're burning, and um, and then balance that. So with every person, it's different. The whole point, get conscious about how you're fueling your body and what you want from your body and and have those two factors match. Okay, so if you're wanting some type of performance, you don't want to be 
um, lethargic and fatigued and have no energy for your kids in the evenings and you're eating fast food and you're skipping breakfast and you're, you know, cramming dairy and carbs all day, then your two goals are not matching up. Your, your input and your output are not matching up. So you have got to get synchronized there. Pay attention to your body and your life goal there, your health goal, and what choices you can make in between. As always, if you need help, there are millions of coaches out there um, who do this for a living, trainers who are specialized in um, nutrition and diet, and this is what I do as well. I am a health coach. I coach people on how to live holistically healthy in every part of their lives. Um, so get help if you need it. Um, take steps to be the best version of you that you can be and live at that high performance that you're needing or wanting. I mean, pick which kind of car you're going to be. I'm over here rolling in a Range Rover. I'm a dark purple Range Rover and you can bet your ass you will never find unleaded gasoline in that or any fast food garbage because it ain't going to happen. Anyways, you guys, thank you for listening. Share this with other people who can help you be accountable and get on board with you. And you guys um, match your consumption with your goal in life and your peak performance. And get conscious about what you're eating and how you're nurturing your body. Uh, We'll talk next week. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and eat organic. This conversation isn't just for me and you. It's for friends, family, colleagues, and our children. Please spread the enlightenment with your people. If you found this content to be helpful, be sure to leave a favorable review wherever you're listening from. And if today's real talk was really talking to you, send it to a loved one so they can join the conversation. Thank you again for listening and investing in the betterment of you and the world around you.